Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, Ava makes a move on Ryan. We, we, we've got Laura doing some cold calling over there in Canada, and holy cow, Sam almost gets that tramp stamp. We're going to break it all down next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh, break it down now, break it down now. Hey. It's the GH Report uh-uh. on After Buzz, breaking <laughs> it down for you right now. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'll be touring. I'll be setting out my concert release dates at the end of the episode, so catch me live. Oh, boy. That was terrible. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the GH Report. This is the show that looks at all the latest shenanigans happening there in Port Charles. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carla Renata. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Carla's got her iPad up and running, which means the chat is up and running. She's already been chatting with you as we've been waiting to get inside uh, to the uh, the, uh, the studio here. So keep it coming. Yes, let's shout everyone out, shall we? Hello to Annie Goen, Dulamon, Tom Clev. Uh, Kelly Public Cover. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Joe Costanzo. Hey, Joe, I forgot to shout you out before. Loretta. Um, Stuart Pierce. I said Dulamon. Dolores Leach. Hold on, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Andrew Blake. And I think that's everybody. If I didn't get you, I shouted out, I shouted you out in the chat room. So welcome, 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 welcome back for this edition of the GH Report at AfterBuzz TV. Woo! Look at that. So official. Uh, and folks, you know, uh, if you've been following Carla on social media, you saw her uh, many appearances, <laughs> not just on the GH Report or her Curvy Critic show, but you saw her on Superstore, you saw her on Fox LA. <laughs> Uh, breaking it all down. Carla is blowing up all over the place. Oh, I don't know about all that. But I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make that money. What do you mean you don't know about that? I saw it happen. <laughs> that did happen. Those are things that actually happened. No, they actually happened, but I'm not blowing up all over the place. But I, I, I do admit, the, this episode of Superstore was probably the most dialogue I've had in the four years I've been on there. It was very exciting. And, and now it's coming back for and another season. They're e- ready to go. I know, and everybody was excited for me. People were like, isn't that the most you've ever said? I'm like, yes, it was exciting, wasn't it? I was very excited. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I actually, they gave me a son and everything. I got that. family members. I'm like, uh-oh, Janet might be around for a while. But See? You know. It's always got to be nice that you were you plan playing a character for a few seasons, uh, just, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I have all this backstory I didn't even yeah, know about. and that little boy, if I didn't know any better, I would swear he was related to me. He was very cute. He was huh. a very cute little kid. Well, I mean, to me, to really fully go in depth for the role, you've got to take him as your own son now, right? Say what now? You have to take him as your own son now if you really oh, no. fully invest in this Mm-mm, character. No, he got a mom and daddy. I'm good with that. Well, right, fine. <laughs> fine. I guess you just want to be a mediocre actor, but that's cool. Oh, let me just shout out one other person. Enrique Galvan says he listens to us every day on his way to work, and thank you. You're welcome, Enrique. Every, wait, every day, Enrique? He said every day on his way to work. So I like to think that Enrique plays this uh, show on loop. He just listens to it once <laughs> and plays it over again. And if that's the case, Enrique, holy cow, do I love you. 
But please, if you'd like us to do a fresh show for you every single day, let us know. Because uh, Carla and I, we'll get together every single day and we'll just blab about the latest episode. Yeah, just for you, Enrique. Ha- We'd be yeah, happy no, to do that's it. That's not going to happen. But anyway. Because oh, oh, no. Carla's blowing up on me. Oh, no. so she can't blow up with oh, me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so before we dive in deep into everything that happened this weekend at General Hospital, overall, Carla, what did you think? Well, I was glad to f- finally see um, Christina get up, you know, see the light, so to speak. But I have to, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth, but again, it was a little bit of a slow burn week. I mean, you know, usually when they have those really big storylines like Oscar dying and and stuff like that, it's usually a little slow trying to pick up the momentum. But toward the end of the week, they did pick up the momentum with the Laura and Curtis going to Canada storyline, the Jordan storyline, and the Kevin and Ava storyline. So it did pick up steam toward the end of the week. But, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, part of Thursday was like, womp, womp. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, let's dive into probably the biggest thing that I know a lot of people are probably excited about, as was I. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Jack's back in the house. Yes. I enjoyed having him back. And I'm I'm interested to know how this is going to play out for Carly, because Carly seemed like she was happy he was back. But Sonny was not looking too thrilled, especially when he said he was going to move <laughs> close to them in Port Charles. I'm like... But, you know, I'm kind of glad he's back so he can be there for his kid. That was her losing Oscar was a tremendous loss for her, in addition to losing her grandma quite some time ago. So and there were some lovely scenes with them reminiscing about Lady Jane and singing a little song that he was singing to her when she was a little kid. Those are some really nice um, tender moments between them. So that was cool to see. I'm a a huge fan of Jax. And uh, the only thing that I didn't like about his last appearance, a couple of appearances, that they were just too short. And then it's still the way that, like, Sonny got him thrown out of the country. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was foul. Wasn't that foul? That was foul. Mm-hmm. So at least they've seemed to kind of reach at least some sort of kind of peace accord yeah. between the two of them. But, uh, I mean, he does say, as you're saying, he's going to get a ba- uh, by Kate's house uh, looking to try to stick around. And I'm hoping this means that Ingo is going to be around for a, a longer run. I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. And remember, for a minute, we thought that, speaking of people coming and going, we thought that Robert was was gone, and then they keep punking us with that. Like, they make Um, him looking like he's going to leave, and then he comes back. I'm like, okay, what y'all doing? No, that's fine. Keep Give my boy Robert Scorpio more to do. I'm down, absolutely down with that. I'm totally down for it. But what I really love about that storyline is the fact that... um, him and Anna had that moment because for a minute, you know, Robert's been, he's been kind of treading on the edge, been real light and fluffy and, and all of that. But his little horns started to show this week, especially in, in regards to Finn. There was that moment that they had that fight about um, her and finding out whether Peter really was her son or if it was a memory implanted by Alex. And they had that disagreement with that. And then she was like, I don't want to know, leave it alone. And he was like, wow. He had that moment where Robert Scorpio literally was like, wow, I thought we'd always have each other's back and then brush past Finn to leave because he realizes now that he doesn't have a hold on her anymore and that Finn now has a hold on her. And that bothers him that he doesn't have control over manipulating what she thinks and what she does and how she says stuff like he used to. Because he had a little bit of a hold on her, mostly because of Robin and because of their past relationship, and now that's being threatened, and he's not happy about that. 
it uh, it is interesting to see what they're what they're doing with Robert there. I mean, it was certainly when we see his running with Laura, which it was finally nice to see him run into Laura because I mean, and all this kind of bouncing in and out of Port Charles, right. he hadn't really crossed paths with her for no. the longest time. So no. it was nice to see that. Even yeah. invites her to the nurses' ball, and she's like, oh, "I'm not going to be around." Sorry. <laughs> Like, yeah, I hate you so that we're, much right now. Uh, the nurses ball's coming, folks. It uh, is well, yeah, coming. Lucy Cole lets us know every episode. I'm like, oh my god, she mentions the nurses ball one more time. <laughs> Speaking of Lucy, so then there's all that drama with Lucy and her cozying up to Scott and trying to get him. Why is somebody always trying to recruit Scott for shenanigans? First it was Ava and now it's Lucy. And she wants to recruit him to help keep Kevin and Ava apart because she's believing the lie about them being together. So I'm interested to see what that's going to be like. Because whenever Lucy does shenanigans like that, it's always pure, pure comedy. Excuse me. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, she basically just teased it up for Kevin and Ava to do a, like something together at the nurses' ball. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if that actually comes to fruition. I oh. mean, to see John Lindstrom perform would be nice. Yeah. Oh, and let me just back up for one second. So this ring. So Robert has been purposefully holding on to this engagement ring that he showed that Finn showed to him and then what happens Robert leaves it in the in the cafe and who finds it your boy Mike, Mike. and I'm like what's going to happen with the ring now I just I don't understand and then he and then and you get you get the impression that maybe he's probably going to go back over to the home and try to get his girl to give it to her like you don't know what he's going to do but he had that little smirk on his face when he opened up and saw what, the, what that it was a ring I'm like oh what's going to happen with this ring is this boy ever going to get a chance to to um propose to Anna probably not no nope, because it's going to be in uh, <laughs> that you know that woman's finger <laughs> Can't take it off. And who got money to be going around buying multiple engagement rings? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if anybody does, Finn does. I mean, you know, he's but making some he's making some sweet money off of that uh, that uh, cure that he invented. Uh, that made me laugh. I, I laughed out loud at that. I'm like, okay, what they gonna do with that ring? It was funny. <laughs> so, uh, trap it up with Jax being back. There, uh, he said he was planning on sticking around for a little bit, and it also ties into just one thing that uh, Drew had mentioned to Curtis. Uh, when it comes to Jordan and her and her kidney, mm-hmm. say, uh, and Drew says, "Hey, I'm about to uh, come into uh, doing a business transaction, coming into a lot of money. I'd like to pay for this procedure." Speculation is going around that it possibly <laughs> could be that uh, Drew is selling his share, his company, to Jax, uh-huh. and Jax would be taking it over. If that turned out to be the case, would you be interested in that? No, I don't need. I don't. I. I. I, I Feel them trying to do something with Drew, you know, to make some kind of sense out of his character now that the whole Oscar storyline has run its course. But I don't think that that's the way to go. You know, it's... Do you? No, you know, I... I, Drew is such a character that is just so up there in limbo for me. I just don't know which... I don't even know how the writers feel necessarily about what Drew does. Because we really haven't dived deep in in, in anything. I mean, I feel like the most that we got to see of him was when he thought he was Jason. Yeah, and then they brought the real Jason back. They brought back Steve. So I I feel bad because Billy Miller is a really, really gifted and talented actor. And I think they want to keep him there. They're just struggling. The writer, the writing team there is struggling with how to keep him there and what's going to be the most effective way to keep him there storyline-wise. And I think they're really struggling with that, or at least that's the way it appears to me. 
but it's also like they teed up his history to be so intriguing. He's a, a Navy SEAL that he's been on all these kind of black ops missions and stuff. So there is a, a rich backstory that if you wanted to dive into that and pull into the present for people that he's done wrong or crossed yeah. and they're coming out and doing revenge, you could. And yet we just have him sitting there at Aurora Media. And we really don't even get to see him really do much at Aurora Media anymore. We've <laughs> no. never really seen him do we much ha- at all. We haven't seen him at Aurora. Uh, at Aurora I can't even say that. A.M. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him at A.M. in a while. But they do keep throwing these nuggets out every once in a while through the mouth of Shiloh. You know, every once in a while, Shiloh mentions Drew and their past together. And even when Kim went to visit him to talk about Oscar, he brought it up again. You know, did Drew happen to have say say anything? You know, and so you're wondering if maybe Drew has something to do with Donna Day and he doesn't realize it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They keep dropping those nuggets and, and hinting at his relationship with Shiloh. And even Shiloh keeps hinting at this relationship that's a little bit more in-depth than the audience knows at this point. So I don't know. Uh, of course, Kim goes over to Shiloh at Donnerdale. Mm-hmm. Day, yeah. Just to uh, touch base a little bit with Oscar and stuff. And uh, they start talking a little bit. And Shiloh does want to start like talking about Oscar mm-hmm. and her and... Uh, it does mention about uh, Drew again because they, they had already mm-hmm. talked once about the memories. And Kim, it says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, no, I really don't have anything. The only thing he left me when he took off was a, a CD of some songs, which made me think, like, wait, is there more on that CD that we don't realize? That's what I'm That's what I'm saying. They keep dropping They keep dropping these hints and dropping stuff that's making you go, what's up with this? I'm not quite sure. But what I did love about Kim going to visit Shiloh, though, is that she made it crystal clear, yo, I am not here to seek your guidance. No, no. (laughs) She was like, I'm not here for those shenanigans, so don't even try. Like, she kind of cut him. She cut him off and cut him to the quick. She was like, "Mm, no, we're not doing that today. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Kim, (laughs) go in, girl. It was hilarious. That made me laugh. It's, uh, well, our good old Donna Day (laughs) storyline. We... We see Christina. Uh, we see that that whole big thing that we've been leading up to last week is like you know we, we got to get Alexis and Sunny over to the to the uh, the safe house to be mm-hmm. able to have this this official uh, uh, therapy session there mm-hmm. with uh, Christina, and we bring in Willow and Willow breaks it all down. Do you feel like Willow uh, was was convincing or was Christina? yes? Yeah, oh my god, broke Christina. Yes, I feel like when 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 Willow. When Will, because Willow went from beginning to end, like she broke it down. She broke it down between her, the history of her and her mother, how they met him, how her mother was, you know, seeking some type of spiritual, um, some type of spiritual guidance or some type of spirituality type of life. And she happened to meet Shiloh, and she was all in. And then once his attention started to shift from her to her, to, from her mother to her, and the whole thing about him. When she said he put his mark on me and turned around and pulled that shirt up and showed that that branding, I think that moment right there was a pivotal moment for Christina. Because Christina, that when that camera was on Christina's face, she looked mortified. She looked like, oh, my God, he's branding people like they're cattle. She, that's the look she had on her face. And I think it was Willow's story that made her go, mm-mm. I'm not doing this. but and, and for a minute, I thought she wasn't buying it when she showed up at DOD, 
when she left the house after they got her out of the safe house and she went back to Alexis's and everything was looking like it was starting to move forward away from DOD for Christina. And then Christina went back over to that house. I was really afraid because there was that moment where she was standing in front of the door and he was popping off at the mouth saying whatever he was saying. You know, yes, Christina, you know, I hope that you, the doors are always open for you, blah, 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 blah. And she stopped in front of that door. And I was like, if this doll does not go out the other side of that door, I'm going to reach through this TV screen and punch her in her throat. Like, I just was like, I'm going to need you not to fall for that. I'm going to need you to move past this at this point. And when she opened the door and she bounced, I was like, ooh, thank you. I was so relieved. I was so caught up in that moment of the the soap this week, the whole, that interchange between Christina and Shiloh and the interchange between Christina and her mother and her father when she came back. And I love the fact that when she came back, she didn't lie about where she was. Like, she straight up said, yep, I went by Julian's and then I went by Donna Day. Yeah, but she also did lie, which is my least favorite thing with Christina. What, I was really hoping that we would have something, a, a, a different Christina coming out of the, the, the tail end of all this. And yeah, it, no, it's not going to be a different Christina. It's going to be the same-ass uh, Christina. Because <laughs> she goes over there, you know... To get that pledge that mm-hmm. she made, because she sells Alexis down the river under that pledge, mm-hmm. and when Shiloh doesn't give it back to her, instead of going back and saying, "Guys, everybody knows there are pledges exist," because Willow says, "Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he tell, he tells it exactly what that mm-hmm. pledge is all about." So I don't know why Christina instead doesn't just come clean with them and say, "Mom." I gave him a pledge, and it has this information. Well, Why? they know they know that she gave him a pledge because everybody well, yeah. that goes there but has they to all give think a pledge. It, but they all think it's Sunny. They Nobody, think the pledge is about Sonny. Yeah. They, so they don't I, know it's about Alexis. Yeah, and I don't know why Christina doesn't just come back. And if she's honest about going to Donna Day, why doesn't she continue to be honest and say what the pledge is and what it's all about? And says she does like the Christina old. She deflects, oh, I'm not feeling so well. I'm, I'm really tired. I got to go. And that's like, come on, not this again. That's my least favorite version of Christina. I... I was I will I will give her props for at least saying where she was because she could have just told a big ginormous lie, including not fessing up to where she went because she was gone an extremely long time and they knew it didn't take that long to travel to Charlie's, have a conversation with Julian, and come back. They knew it was not taking that long for that interaction to take place. So they're all freaking out, going, "Well, where is she? Why is she not back?" You know, blah 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 blah. And in the middle of that, here she comes, and then she fesses up right away. No, she doesn't talk about the pledge because they all know that there's a pledge they don't know what the pledge is and then i love the fact that yeah but they but they have never talked to christina about her pledge at all like, no they haven't yeah they have no so that's why i'm not mad that she didn't say what the pledge was because that conversation in the process of her deprogramming hasn't happened yet there is no better time no better time now when everybody is sort of so close together on the same page knowing all this everything that's happening for Christina to be absolutely honest about everything well you know it's gonna come up like it's Uh. now that now that we know he's taken the pledges and moved them someplace else which they're probably in what's what's the other place that they're in Beecher's Beecher's Corner they're probably in Beecher's Corners is where they are you know, so because Sam and then that was the other thing. I'm like, I'm not buying that. And I'm about tired of Sam being up in DOD now. So she she's up in there. She's going to do a pledge thing. And then she deflects. Do you really think that Shiloh didn't hear them talking like he wasn't drugged up? He was just knocked out. And they don't know how long on that floor he was actually knocked out for. I mean, that, it, they don't know how much. Right. But they don't know how much. 
of what they don't know how much he actually heard before he started moaning and groaning and coming back. And how and how much do you think he's starting to catch on to the fact that Sam? Do you think he's so wrapped up in Sam and enamored by, enamored rather by Sam that he thinks that she's not up to some, some shenanigans? I don't you think he's starting to catch on now? He moved Maybe. the pledges because every time he turned around, she's up in the hallway, and she always has some excuse for why she was there. Yeah, right. No, that's true. It, I, I would say, I. It is interesting because like, I feel like he knows there's something off with Sam, and yet he's still too drawn for her to like. He, I mean, he's got both things happening. He's like something's off, but I still, I'm just too deep in this girl. I can't let go. Mm-hmm. So both sides are kind of biting him. He's I, creepy. I think he's going to end up dead. But, My interest but in the storyline is getting I, close to it. I think he's going to end up dead, but this is the other thing. So if he ends up dead, first of all, I don't think it's going to be Jason that's going to bump him off. It might end up being Sam. I think it might end up being mm. Sam that bumps him off. And then as he's bumped off, we still don't know where these pledges are. And we don't know who has the pledges. And we may, And he may have made arrangements... Yo, something might happen to me. If something happens, I'm gonna need you to just like blow the whistle on everybody. I I feel like he's not gonna get bumped off until we figure out what Drew's piece in all of this is. What's this big thing that Shiloh's so worried that Drew's going to remember, or there's still some sort of uh, evidence? Yeah, or Drew definitely like has around. some dirt on him. We just don't know what the dirt is, and that's why he's so. That's why he was trying to finesse and you know very charismatically lure some information out of Kim because he knows that it's whatever this is, he knows it's dirt that he's got to get to before Drew remembers what it is. Uh, That's why he went to visit him in the first place. Remember in a long time ago when he first came onto the scene, the first person he went to visit was Drew. And And we were like, why is he going to visit Drew? Like, what's up with him and Drew? Like, it was such a, at the time, it seemed like such a random Friendship, Shiloh and Drew, like it was random. And why was he coming to visit him? Like it's one thing for you to know who he is, but every time we turned around, Shiloh was all up in Drew's face making some kind of little snide, sneaky remark. Yeah, I I wish this would this storyline was involving Drew more than what we've had him be involved with so far. Mm. I mean, I know that he had the Oscar storyline going on as well too, mm. but. I mean, we, we we see Jason juggle multiple different stories that he's kind of at least even even a little bit involved in. They will bounce him around to all of these. Like, let's get Drew and a little bit more involved in the story. Yeah, line. they're saying in the chat room that um, that um, Christina's secret is that she saw Alexis kill somebody. Oh yeah, I mean we've seen that pledge. I mean it was all written up, so we know what she saw. But the fact that she just doesn't tell Alexis, like this is the deal. Just so she will. If I she, see, if, if I, I will give her one more shot. She if will. We go to another like, I'm gonna give her one more chance to it. come clean. That's it. Otherwise, I'm like, get out of here, Christina. And then they're saying that uh, Shiloh knows for sure that Sam is faking. He knows that she's just. He knows. He just knows he's reeling her in for real. Okay. Um, Wait, do you, he thinks he's reeling her in? Let me see. Dulamon said he knows Sam is faking. He just knows he's reeling her in. Mm. I don't know about that. Um, and then Dolores says that Sam could actually be falling for him. I feel that, too. I feel like there's a part of her that's kind of attracted. Because she's always attracted to somebody that's wrong for her, which is one of the reasons why she was attracted to Jason. Yeah, but, I mean, once you find out that... Uh 
he is uh, drugging and then having uh, sexual intercourse with uh, women that aren't of uh, full mind. I'm telling you, with with the way they've set her character up, it makes total sense to me that there would be a, like a teeny tiny part of her that would be like, ooh, I know what he's doing is kind of wrong and skanky and weird and, and busted, but there's something about him that's kind of hot. Like she's, like, she's that chick. Like, you know, Jason was running around killing people and doing all kinds of shenanigans, but that didn't stop her from bopping him. And then, then there's, then somebody said that it's going to be Willow or Harmony. Yeah, people are saying that they think that Shiloh might be bumped off by Willow or Harmony. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I I, you know, I mean, it's certainly been a while since we've had a good old murder mystery on GH, but I don't know if... Yeah, a whole three if, months. If, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there is enough... Oh, my God. Enough characters that we really, truly care about that could be considered prime suspects for this murder. I mean, other than the obvious. I mean, Willow, for the reasons that he keeps torturing her, he keeps, you know, unceremoniously popping up and torturing her. It might even be Chase. Like, he might catch Shiloh doing something to Willow where she can't get away or something, and Chase might end up, you know, killing him. It's, there's so many, just like with the whole um, Ryan Chamberlain situation, there's so many people that could be suspects and bumping him off that it could it literally could be anybody. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Valerie... It, it, it could be Valerie because he's messing with, you know, Brad and Lucas... You know, and even Brad, and I'm bust. Brad, 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 which brings me to Brad. Brad is talking to everybody else about his business except for his husband to the point where his husband goes to Julian and is like, why is he talking to everybody else but me? Because you are the person that's going to kick him to the curb if he finds out, if you find out what the secret is. Everybody else knows what the secret is. You're the only person that don't know. That's why he's talking to everybody. I... And I think that's what's if, if if Brad gets to the point where he actually gets to do a pledge, that's gonna be the the pledge. You think so? Yep, I do. He's gonna make that pledge confessing about that baby and then that's gonna send him send Shiloh back up in Willow's face yet again. Ugh. Uh I, I really don't see once we get to the end of this, I mean it is only a matter of time before we figure out that uh Wiley is not Willow's kid, that kid's dead. Right, uh, and that's really Michael's kid. And but that, but Brad knows that. That's yes. what I'm saying. Uh, so when that happens, though, I don't know. I really don't see how Brad and Lucas make it through that. No, they're not going to make it through that because Lucas is going to be like, "Dude, it's a wrap." I, I I just you know as much Lucas as Lucas is not going to tolerate that, and, and especially after he had been lying for months and months and months, and then he's going to figure out, oh, so this is why you were so nervous all the time. This is why every time somebody, every especially Willow, every time Willow, Willow showed up, that you would have a nervous breakdown because you knew what the truth was, but you didn't. You decided not to tell me the truth, but in telling him the truth, then that would make make him. Um, an accessory to kidnapping, not kidnapping, but an accessory to something that's illegal. Because basically Brad has that child illegally. It's not his kid. It's not the kid that he said it was. It was somebody else's kid. Yep. And it's Nell's kid. And that in itself is going to cause a whole bunch of drama. Because then you're going to get Sonny and Michael and all of that's going to be involved. Speaking of Michael, don't you love how Nina, (laughs) Nina got shenanigans. Nina was all up in Willow's face telling her to stay away from Michael because she wants him to hook up with Sasha. 
Oh, brother. I'm like, girl, mind your business. Why don't you worry about what Valentine is doing? <laughs> Why don't you worry about your own husband? Worry about your own backyard and leave theirs alone. That's true. What you doing? Do, uh, jump back to Brad and Julian for a second. Because Julian knows that uh, Willow's the adopted mother. Yeah. But Julian does not know that that's really Michael's kid. No. All, the only people that know that are just Brad and Nell. Yes. And, oh, man. That's... It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. I'm telling you. Because if Ju- when Julian finds out, he's going to feel some kind of way. Lucas is going to feel some kind of way. Lucas, and I think when Luke, the way Luke, they probably are going to play it out, the way that Lucas finds out, he's going to immediately blame Julian because Brad was always going and whispering to Julian. So he's going to assume that Julian already knew, but he doesn't. Put yourself in Lucas's shoes. You find out that your uh, your significant other has lied to you about who, uh, about one the baby that you thought you had uh, has died and has been replaced by your cousin's uh, baby that you've been having for at least a year. Say, Mm-mm. could you ever forgive your partner for doing that? No. Is there any way that you could see to them, like, even if they explain their point of view, it's like, no. oh my gosh, this baby died, and I know how I much you been, wanted this I baby. I have been in relationships where people have lied to me, and I'm like, it's a wrap, I'm done. I'm, mm-mm, nope. I remember I was in a relationship once with somebody one time where I, used, I I would say that my birthday was really important to me. I'm like, if you miss my birthday, it's a wrap. And what did they do? They missed my birthday, and then tried to call me the next day to plead their case. I'm like, what was the first thing I said to you? If you miss my birthday, it's a wrap. We're done. Bye. See you later. Have a good life. Boom. I have no patience. None. Wow. So if that's what I would do about my birthday, imagine what I would do about somebody lying to me. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't do it. Because if you lie to me about this, then you'll lie to me about something else. It'll always be. It'll always be something else. There'll always be some excuse for why you told a lie. And I'm like, I can't live like that. Life is too short. No, it's true. I mean, if you've already said the uh, uh, the, the the benchmark there, uh, lying about a baby, uh, there's pretty much you know, I think you pretty much be comfortable lying about uh, almost anything else, uh, folks. Before we hop on to the next topic, though, I want to give you a big thank you for uh, watching our shows and helping us become the ESPN of TV talk. Not just Carla and myself and Carla's shows that she does here, my shows that I do here, although Carla's are much better and everybody <laughs> loves Carla. Nobody cares about mine. That's not true. That is absolutely true. But uh, thank you so much for uh, enjoying all uh, enjoying our shows. But we also are asking for a little bit of help. So we're asking if you can, if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, when you get a moment, give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you're listening or watching, get involved in the conversation by leaving a comment. Carla loves reading these comments here. I really do. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for giving us a chance to do the shows that we love to do and that we can share our enthusiasm and passions with you as well. So continue to watch and enjoy our shows. So Kelly and Kelly Public Cover and Aisha are saying that, well, Kelly says that Julian knows, that Julian does know that that's not the real baby. And uh, Aisha says Liesl knows. I'm not no, sure. No, it's true. Yeah, Liesl knows. That's true. So they're, you know, and we haven't seen Liesl or Valentine in a while. Where are they at? Uh, Did they go on vacation? Liesl's <laughs> writing some new article. For... Did they go on vacation? We ain't seen Valentine in a minute. Yeah, I, I don't know what Valentine's up to. Are He's... they are they making him scarce until they bring the new Nina in, you think? I don't know. Because we've seen her by herself, but we haven't really seen too much of her with Valentine. I, I'm hoping that the reveal of Sasha and not being Nina's real daughter 
is going to happen while Michelle Michelle Stafford is there. I hope so too. That would really be busted if they do that with somebody. I mean, else. it would just be nice to have her kind of give you that 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 big explosion, and then you can see the follow follow when Cynthia uh, Warthos comes mm-hmm, over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't you know if James Patrick Stewart. He, I mean, sure, you know, he's he's got vacation that he wants to take. You know, look, everybody need a vacation every once in a while. Uh, look, would okay. you have been like Sam uh, and giving yourself let yourself get tattooed? Because it wasn't for oh, Jason no. coming in to clunk him out. I'm needlephobic, so oh no, <laughs> that, that would have never. If I was up in dawn a day and they started talking about tattoos and drills, I'm like, yep, I'm out. See, you gotta go. No, no way, Jose. I think Shiloh. That's how, the way the way that she's sucking Shiloh in is like, I don't need to take this drink because I want to experience everything. Yeah, when she said that, I was like, I and, cannot. Uh, he was all for it. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went one way too much in this moment. But something I did want to address real quick is is Jordan's kidney. You know, for a minute they thought that Kevin was going to be a match and then they found out because he's pre-diabetic that he can't be a match. His sugar level was too high. That means Ryan is. That would suck. Wouldn't that suck? Him and his little hand coming back trying to give a kidney and would Jordan take it if it was Ryan's? Wouldn't you? I don't know if I would. You think it'd be an evil kidney? No, not an evil kidney. It's just the principle of it all. Like, I would have to make that decision, which is more important, me taking this kidney from somebody I absolutely despise or me checking out because I can't find a kidney. Like, that's a huge dilemma, and it's a real one. So I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. Would, I would take I would, that kidney. I would contemplate it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't take the kidney, but there would be that moment where I would have to think about it for a second, and I'm sure that moment is going to happen for Jordan, too. Uh, man, I I can't imagine anybody saying, you know what, no, I'll pass on that kidney. Who do you think is in that house, though? When Laura and Curtis get to that house in Canada, and there's all that mail piled up on the side of the house. Uh, uh, I I'm who sure. do you think is in that house? I, I would like it to be Ryan, but you know it's not going to be Ryan. Like, I wonder who it is, though. I don't know. It'll be. I'm sure it's going to be some no-name actress that we don't care about. The one thing I wanted to ask, speaking of, <laughs> uh, of uh, Laura and Curtis, You're like, is, oh, some no-name actress we don't care anything about. That's so <laughs> cold. That was so cold and nonchalant. Okay. It was. <laughs> Laura and Curtis's trip. Uh, they so they head up to Canada. To try to track down Ryan there. They're talking to all these women that may have helped him get medication. Mm-hmm. But we also see Maxie and Peter. They get on a plane flying to Paris. Yes. But. And run into Kurt, Curtis and Laura. They, so oh wait. My, they, uh, they turned around? I'm and like, then they ended up in Canada? That's what I'm saying. How did they end up? How did they end up in Toronto? Because I yeah. thought she was supposed to be, I thought they were supposed to be in Paris. That's what I thought too. So then she says, Oh, look who I ran into. And I'm like, um, I know, but that happened. I was like, <laughs> Say what? I was like, What is happening right now? And, and and maybe I missed it when they, when Peter said, Oh, okay, we're going to, instead of going all the way to Paris, we'll just turn no, around and go to Canada. No, he didn't say that. No. He never said that. Because Max said, like, No, 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 I don't want to, tra- I don't want to stop this trip. Let's keep going. Yeah, they, he never said that because they had that whole moment where they were saying, we're talking about that one restaurant that they liked, that they both had been to, and what that would have been like had they run into each other at that time as opposed to now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, so they really are going to go to Paris. Okay. And then she says, Oh, I'm, and then she says, I'm going to run downstairs and get some lingerie from that shop. So I'm like, oh, they are in Paris because I don't know any hotel that would have a lingerie shop downstairs in the lobby unless it was France, yeah. right? Okay, I'm just saying. That was a stretch. That's a good catch. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. And I'm sure somebody in the chat may be able they're, to they're, explain uh, They're that. in the chat room going, yeah, that was confusing. I was so like, and then what, somebody, and then what's somebody, happened? And then somebody said, well, maybe the plane had some bad weather. 
I guess. And, and Peter's just like, no, this is really Paris, Maxie. Uh, it's just really snowy and hazy. You can't see the Eiffel Tower from here. But we're in Paris, I swear. Oh, my God. But Enrique's like, I can't with Peter. I'm like, Peter's starting to get on my nerves. Too. What is it, though, with Maxie? Like, she goes downstairs. She knows, like, you know, what the deal is. She's going to get some lingerie. She doesn't want to be in flannels for the first time getting it on. And I don't care, like, how much snow is going on or whatever like that. Why are you inviting people that you kind of know from Port Charles up to your room to hang out? Like, hang well, out in the I lobby. I think she knows Laura pretty well. Hang out in the lobby. She Go, knows go Laura, to the bar. She knows Laura pretty well. Curtis just happens to be with Laura. And she's like, oh, Peter's here. Why don't you go upstairs? I'm like, when y'all trying to get your groove on? Why are you inviting people up to the room? And even his look, the look on his face was like, um... Really? And she's holding a little bag from the lingerie shop. <laughs> Laura should have picked up on that. Saying, mm, his fa- no his face was like, are we really doing this? I laughed. That was funny. Oh, come on, Max. That was a very funny moment. That was pure comedy. Oh, yeah, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> get, it, get it together. Uh, the one thing with the, the, the Anna and Robert thing, to kind of go full circle, mm-hmm. so we're talking about the Peter thing, mm-hmm. I felt like the conversation where, uh, where Robert says, you know, do you ever think that maybe it's the Peter memory is the false one? The fact that Anna never once thought of this. Now, the whole time that he was thinking, thinking, she was thinking about Robin, like, I sat there thinking, like, why are you not even addressing this? So that when Robert brings it up, it seems like such, like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. Like, how did that never come up until that moment? I have no idea. Again, an epic fail. <laughs> that was. I, that an was epic such a fail, dumb, just like, like the plane ride that was supposed to be going to Paris and it ends up in Canada. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was just weak manufactured <laughs> drama with this whole, like, is Robin really my daughter? It was like, why waste our time on this terrible plot? No, and the other, thing, the other thing that was funny to me is when you know, there's been all this back and forth of Maxie going, oh, I don't know if, you know, Peter likes me, blah, 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 blah. And then he calls her and says, I want to talk to you. And she's like, yo, I'm getting my nails done. It's going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, what is happening right now? Like you sit it you're sitting here the whole time getting your nails done, whining about Peter, 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 and then he calls you and is like, yo, let's hook up and you're like, I'm get my nails done. You can wait a little longer. That made me laugh out loud. I'm like, that's just crazy. Now, speaking of a little uh, possible love connection, mm-hmm. we had been teased back when Brittany uh was playing Valerie mm-hmm. that there was a connection between her and Christina. Now we've got the new actress playing uh, Valerie, mm-hmm. and we see their first real interaction this week. She what? looks like she's twelve. I, I guess Christina looks yep. like she's twelve against the girl that's playing Valerie. I'm just like, mm. not working for you. No, I, you know it. It is, is it a working bummer. for you. No, it's just not. And I love the girl that's playing Valerie. She's really good, but her them trying to put her with Christina's like I can buy them being best friends I can't buy them being romantically involved and that's such a shame because I was really excited about that storyline yeah Ugh. I don't think that's happening man uh, folks it's we're getting close to uh, wrapping up that time uh, holy cow it's uh, yeah we're just gonna have to move on no news and gossip today guys <laughs> There's Except no the, news uh, and gossip. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we've got like little bit, you know, little bits and things like that that we get there. After Buzz TV News, uh, we talked about Jax being back here, and of course, if he's going to be sticking around for a little while at least, we can't just have him hanging out and being single. So the question is, who do you hook up Jax with on this canvas right now? So mm. the thought is, well, if we're getting into some marital strife between Nina and Valentine. Uh, especially mm. if the Sasha thing blows up, could we see Nina hanging out with Jax? Maybe get that would uh, be a nice little pairing, especially if it was Michelle Stafford. Well, I know we'll miss that, but I mean, you know, we'll start, we'll have Cynthia Watros there. So, oh, Cynthia Watros is cool, so yeah. we'll, that might work out well. Because I really couldn't think of anybody else that on the camera. No, everybody, could hook everybody up with Jax else with. is taken. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, we can't well, have... there's Ava. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. That would be drama. Well, you know, Jax is no stranger to drama. He was involved with Carly, so... Yeah, but I, I don't know if I could see a Jax and Ava pairing. But that's what would make it interesting. Because we don't see... see it. You know what I mean? Because we, as as fans, we're like... I don't know. And then they put them together. And those are really two exemplary actors. Baby, it would be fireworks all day long. I feel like the... You're not feeling it? I I feel like the next time you do something with Ava in terms of some sort of romantic situation, it's got to be one that kind of sticks. Because we've seen it with, you know, Hot Doc, and that kind of blew up in her face. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, we've got everything that happened with, uh, you know, uh, Morgan before that. Mm -hmm. And then we had stuff that happened with Ryan. So I feel like... Next time, it's got to kind of stick. Sort of like I felt like with uh, uh, Franco. It's got to stick, and it is with Elizabeth. Oh, let's just talk one quick second about that moment where Ava leans in to kiss Kevin, and he he acted like she had the measles. He jumped up off that that bench so fast. I was like, oh, oh, oh. He said, if you try it again, I will shut this down. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, Ava, Ava, Ava. My girl. But, I mean, I can understand where she's coming from because, I mean, she... Like, I totally got yeah. it. I totally got where she was coming from. I totally get it. But they all said, going into that little little hatched plan, that that was going to be something that might possibly happen. And she assured everybody that it wouldn't. And then look what happened. I, but I like Kevin sticking to it. It's like... He stuck to his guns. He's like, I'm in love with Laura. You tried it again. I will shut this down. Yeah. And he bounced. I was like, ooh. There you well, go. Okay, Kevin, stick to your guns. <laughs> Let her know. <laughs> Let her know that you are a loyal. That's right. Somebody. A loyal, a loyal somebody. A loyal, what I was about to... to say something else, but I can't say that. You can say it. We'll just beep it out. Beep. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. Thanks for watching, folks. We really mean that. It means so much to us. Uh, you know, follow Carla because she's got all these great things happening. Don't follow me. I got nothing going on. I'm just going to be drinking this water. But uh, as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for hopping into the chat. Carla, love seeing all your comments, so keep them coming. But if you want to stay in touch with either of us after the show's over, Carla. Where can they find you? Hello. You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can catch my reviews at Rotten Tomatoes. Or you can go to my site, thecurvyfilmcritic.com. And, of course, you can catch me right before the GH Report at Black Hollywood Live with my film show, The Curvy Critic with Carla Renata. There you go. And look for next season Superstore. We'll be seeing <laughs> Carla season back with Season 5, us. Superstore, NBC. With her son in tow. <laughs> Can't, can't wait. <laughs> uh, folks, like me on the Twitter grams there at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, we'll be back here next Sunday with an all new episode of the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV. Deuces. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.